Welcome to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, where you'll find great insight on what's happening in the world of local marketing from two of the industry's brightest analysts and forecasters, Corey Elliott and Gordon Burrell. Today's show is sponsored by Simplify, the leaders in localized programmatic ad buying, and Site Impact, the experts in email marketing. And now, here are your hosts, Gordon and Corey. Well, welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, we don't have Corey with us today. We've got the inimitable Jim Brown. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gordon. Happy to be here. Great that you're here. You're filling in for Corey because Corey has gone dark on us uh, the past several weeks doing our uh, forecasts. We'll talk about that in a moment, but we've got uh, some really interesting things on the agenda today. We wanted to talk principally about some critical things, two critical things, right, Jim, that we found, one with advertisers and one with media companies from all these webinars that we've done. How many do we do? Oh, gosh, we did uh, over 51 webinars for advertisers, and gosh, we had over 12,000 people attending them. So it was uh, a really good attendance. And we learned two great things that we'll talk about. One, and and we're just going to keep it really simple. We learned a lot of stuff, but there's one critical thing we learned about advertisers. It's like, wow, that's interesting. And then one kind of scary, right, Jim, about about media companies that we learned? Oh, yeah. Real interesting stuff. You're going to really find what we say here, uh, I think, meaningful. Hopefully, it'll, it'll drive some behaviors for you. Yeah. Um, it, it also wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the Google and Facebook and you know, kicking in the money to help local media companies. The latest is a few weeks ago, Google kicked in 15 million. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But we wanted to start out really with the uh, the forecast stuff, because that is just fascinating to me. We're beginning to see uh, forecasts come out, Jim, that are showing uh, what these uh, forecasters at Group M and uh, Magna, which are big research arms of, uh, of ad agencies, uh, our thinking is going to happen the rest of the year, and people have, and, and that's what we're doing. We're Corey's not here because he's hunkering down and, and uh, with our key tech guy doing all these uh, forecasts across every single local market. We've got a big webinar coming up. Uh, depending on when you are listening to this, um, it's in a few days, but it's on the 30th of June. If you haven't gotten a notice for that, you will. If you're on our research alert list, if not, go to our website, sign up for it. Um, but it's a webinar where we're going to talk about advertising changes, our new forecast for every single U.S. market, every single one. And they're different. Jim, they're, they're big ge- geographic differences in some of these markets, right? Yeah, there really is. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, Corey's been like groundhog. He is down underground, you know, hunkering down, getting a lot of this work down. Every once in a while, he pops his head up, though. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking to him. Bits of information. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. So I, when I, he pops I his head up, you've talked to him. What's he telling you? To give us some, yeah. uh, give us some tidbits. Well, you know, it, it, like you said, the markets vary a lot. So if you look at a market like uh, Jacksonville, Florida, you know, they're, we're forecasting them to be down just a little less than 10%. A market like Albuquerque, a bit higher, closer to uh, 14%. So, you know, there does, is a lot of variation, but there's also a lot of variation, you know, from media, different types of media. Some things are actually up in some markets, others, uh, of course, quite down. So there is a lot of variance we're seeing. Yeah, we even saw a big, big change. We talked about this in a previous co- podcast uh, among the budgets. Now, we're talking really not about what advertisers are spending, but what everybody's expecting. The budget for radio managers, they were up, I think, four, five, six, maybe eight points or so, thinking their their revenue was going to be up this year, their budget going into 2020. 
And now they're thinking, what, down 17% or something like that, or maybe even more than that. Oh, yeah, so, 21, 22%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, it's crazy. So across the board, if we if we look at changes in advertising, what some of the uh, the major forecasters are now coming out with, and it's it's kind of easy to to uh, to forecast this stuff. Most people go, oh, how could you know if there's going to be some big outbreak, you know, in this market or that market? Or, well, you're right. There are some outbreaks that, that may occur and it may be uneven, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about commerce. People are still buying stuff and advertisers are still advertising. Yes, things are a bit down, but they hit a low point back in probably the mid to latter part of, of April, maybe early May. So we're roughly, you know, two months into a recovery. And when the recovery lasts about that period of time, you can begin accurately forecasting that we've come out of a, a slump. So here we go. Listen to this. Now, the uh, Group M forecast for total U.S. advertising coming into 2020 was a 4% increase. And now they're saying 13% decline for total advertising, excluding political, by the way. Uh, Magna has it much lower. They're saying negative 4.3%. So that's kind of interesting. Look at uh, Group M, which is Brian Weiser, whom we've had on the show before. We looked at uh, uh, their stuff all the time. And you see a global advertising decline of 9.9%. You begin applying some of this maybe to your markets. Okay, how much is it going to be down? But as Jim said, it's going to vary by medium and what you're selling. The highest decline globally, Brazil, 29%. And again, this is according to Group M. Uh, Japan down 20%, Australia, France, UK, 15, 12%, et cetera. The two big ones, which account for half of all advertising in the world, US down 7.5, including political. So political advertising over $2 billion this year is pumping it up a bit. And then China down 2.8. You know, Jim, that's not so bad, is it? It's just not that bad. You know, I'm always amazed all the different things that go into these uh, these forecasts. And, you know, it, it seems like an impossible task in some ways it is. But, you know, we're looking at lots of stuff. Corey looks at uh, everything from unemployment figures that vary by market to, you know, I think we're even looking at some traffic patterns. Right, uh, Gordon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've we've looked at traffic patterns um, thanks to Geopath uh, and Kim Frank, who uh, uh, works with the Outdoor Advertising Association, and they can actually track uh, increases and decreases in, in traffic going past certain areas. And we were looking at that and thinking, wow, take a look at, you know, some markets where tourism, like York County, where we are, Williamsburg, Virginia, you know, where tourism drives a lot of traffic, they are way down. They've only recovered by, I think it was like 34% to, to normal. But you're looking at other markets and they're at 60, 70, 80%, you know, back to normal, which is, Jim, remember the same kind of stuff that we saw when we looked at some early data out of Harvard Business Review, which looked at China and traffic patterns in China. And they're about 45 days ahead of us in recovery. Yeah. And so I think we can all be hopeful about it, but certainly looking at it as a forecast, things will start to recover. They are recovering a little bit uh, that you can see. And, you know, who knows where things will go long term, but it does feel like we're we're moving back. There's some pent up demand out there that's driving a lot of consumer behavior. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's interesting to me to see how the variations are in this forecast. Uh, when I look at something like Jacksonville compared to you know Rochester or Albuquerque and looking at things like OTT and online video actually going up in, yeah. say, Jacksonville, yep. 
by about a million dollars. Real interesting to me is looking not only at 2020, but even 2021, which Corey's been doing. And that's encouraging. I see some categories with some pretty healthy increase. And I mean, business categories. You know, there are some, um, you know, home health care, for example, some nice increases we're going to see there. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to have a positive impact overall on some of the numbers, but it's not universal. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like we should cue the music or get by with a little help from my friends. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, ev- everybody has kind of chipped in. That's really been heartening. We chipped in with these advertiser uh, uh, seminars and seminars for some of our clients. Media companies say, look, you know, here's what you you might want to be thinking about. Here's what happens during a crisis. And here's what advertisers are really, really going to need from you. And here's how the messaging is is going to change. But he's got loads of, of, of companies, you know, for, and, and the federal government chipping in with PPP loans and people getting back on their feet with with those. And then we've got even Google and, and Facebook, which have had a little bit of a, a record in recent years of, of trying to figure out how to help local media entities. But this latest initiative, Jim, was what, 15, 15 million dollars that Google contributed to basically buy ads in newspapers that say support local journalism. So that's that's great. You know, <laughs> reminding people who read newspapers or read websites or uh, to, that, you know, local journalism entities, local media companies really deserve and need to be supported. Although, Jim, 15 million, you know, sorry, it's a little bit of a drop in the bucket when you think about it. Yeah, it, it's not a lot of money in the big scheme of things. However, if you divide that amongst all, let's say, local newspapers, I think that comes to you know, about $12,000. Not yeah. a lot, but if you think that could save the jobs of one or two, you know, uh, the news reporters out there, one journalist can make a huge difference. We see that time and time again. So my hat's off to him. I think it's it's good to see that happen and tying into that sentiment that, yeah, local media companies are local businesses. And, uh, you know, they play a really important role now, probably more than ever. It'll be really interesting to see coming out of this crisis the, the, when the dust settles, you know, what subscriptions look like for uh, websites and newspapers. And then, you know, what support people are willing to give, com- businesses are willing to give to radio stations and to television stations and to direct mail companies and, you know, to really, really support local and say, yes, the Google stuff works, but. I really do need to support you guys because you're really supporting me and really helping me with the messaging in the in the community, which which kind of leads me to, okay, well, let's talk about that critical stuff. Those two critical things we learned talking to uh, 12,000 advertisers who, who registered for our survey. We really pivoted. Jim, in the past uh, uh, three months, three months ago, we usually do our local advertiser survey and talk to thousands of advertisers who answer a 40 question survey. But we decided they really wouldn't have the time or focus to be able to do that. So we did these advertiser webinars and got 12,000 of them and learned great insights. Yeah, it was really interesting to me because normally, yes, we do the surveys. We're asking the questions. We're getting insights from them. But when you turn that around, they were asking us questions on these webinars, which I found really telling. Uh, Interesting to understand what they're thinking based on the types of questions they were asking us. Yeah, and the response from the media companies was, ooh, let's get to that right after the commercial. I think you'll be really uh, intrigued, surprised, maybe even disappointed a bit. Uh, But we'll do that, Jim, right after this. 
Morel's Local Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you today by Simplify. We recognize that business needs are shifting rapidly as companies look to adapt to these uncertain times. Simplify's goal is to support you and your business. Please reach out to us today to see how we can help you drive and measure online sales. Visit Simpla.fi to learn more. With most Americans now working from home, they're now more ingrained than ever in their business and personal email boxes. Site Impact gives you the power to send hyper-local and hyper-targeted email campaigns directly to the source through their 100% opt-in database. Email engagement and click-through rates have spiked in recent weeks. Don't lose touch with your customers, especially now when they need it most. Want to learn more? Go to SiteImpact.com. Okay, we're back. And now we're going to talk about those two critical things that we learned. Jim, back in uh, in March, we pivoted. We usually do a survey, uh, the biggest survey of local advertisers in the country. We interview several thousand advertisers with more than 40 questions, and we couldn't do it. Corey said, nope, they're, they're just going to be too distracted. So we wound up talking with five times as many advertisers in the webinars that we did. We got two things. One, what we learned about advertisers. One, what we learned about media companies. Advertisers first. Jim, what was the big aha? Yeah, well, you know, we we normally are asking them questions in surveys, but instead they were asking us questions in these webinars. As we said, we had over 12,000 of them, and their questions were very telling. The number one question we got, aside from one specific to their business, HVAC companies, lawyers, and so forth, was, how much should I be investing in advertising? How do I set my budget? How do I determine where I should be putting that money? They asked that question over and over. And at a time where their expenses are being cut and they're trying to you know, make cutbacks or trying to understand, you know, and these are people who attended a webinar who are really interested in understanding the importance of advertising marketing and still they have questions about that. So I found that really why, telling. Why do you think uh, they've, they've lost their way? Why do you think they don't know how much to spend? Well, look, a lot of them are spending time doing this stuff themselves. We see that time and time again. They don't even realize how much they're spending on a lot of it because it takes their own personal time or their uh, their staff time. And I think when things were going great, you know, they didn't have to pay that much attention to it. But suddenly when expenses are tight, they look at it and go, oh, what can I cut? Should I cut this? How much is enough? Uh, so I think that's probably what's factoring into it right now. You know, what's remarkable, I think to me, Jim, is if you look at the type of advertiser who attended these webinars, they were people definitely interested in marketing. I mean, think about it. They saw a webinar that says, hey, we're going to uh, bring in some nationally known experts to talk with you about marketing during a crisis. Who would sign up for that? So it's people who would sign up because they're thinking about their marketing. You would think that they would have a little more marketing expertise or savvy, yet they came back and said, yeah, how much should I be spending? And that's, that's to me, a little bit scary, uh, you know, as a as business owner, but it's also really exciting if you're a media company to go, wow, they, they don't know. Um, I can really help them here. I can really provide some great insights on, you know, advertising as an investment as opposed to an expense. That's right. And I think we, you know, we, we called them the lucky ones. And then we said, really, you're the smart ones because you're the ones paying attention right now. And look, none of those businesses own 100% market share. They're all trying to compete. And so understanding what's going on competitively in their category, how much their competitors are spending is really important. 
And I think when they focus on that, it helps give them some guidance. Um, you know, the other thing, Gordon, was the media companies. And, and it was disappointing in some ways uh, and surprising because some of the companies who had the largest, you know, the, the most assets, most, uh, you know, media assets did the poorest job getting people to attend these. You know, um, I was I was really surprised to see some small companies. We saw one, I think what it was in Nashville, was an online yep. lifestyle magazine. They did phenomenally. They they yeah. had over 400 attendees, which is probably almost twice as much as we saw on average. And think about it. They had uh, they had a media presence, but it was only online and they didn't hadn't been in the community for 100 years or so. A big, you know, known brand with lots of relationships it wasn't a big TV station, wasn't a newspaper. So, yeah, that was really, really interesting. But and then some of these bigger companies really didn't, you know, do a good job at all getting the word out. Yeah, you know, the, the small companies that were smart and aggressive, they were demonstrating to their customers that, hey, we can help market for you just as we market for ourselves. And some of the larger media companies just seem to not get that. And I'm sure they're distracted. They're larger. They have lots of things going on. But, you know, understanding that their job was to demonstrate to their customers exactly how to market, come up with a promotion, get lots of people to attend it, be able to market to them over and over again. And I think it really comes down to being smart about your marketing, about your messages, um, your placement of those messages, using all the assets that you have. So that was interesting to me. We also spent a lot of time looking at sort of the fundamentals. You know, those those local businesses that really need to grow are going to have to find new customers. And a lot of the traditional media outlets are the ticket, right? It helps them go beyond the echo chamber of social media to you know, reaching new customers who happen to be reading the newspaper, listening to radio, watching TV, and so forth. So to me, there was a lot of opportunities there, particularly with all the new consumer behaviors, new habits, the pent-up demand that's out there. I think the future's bright, but you got to be really aggressive about how you're marketing to these businesses. Yeah, I think some companies, I just really hate to put it this way, but I think some companies, and we're talking about media companies, get it, and some don't. I remember uh, a, a few weeks ago, and uh, it was a radio company, and we, we won't name it. What the hell? We should name it. It was Forever Media. <laughs> it's a radio group. And there was one morning, Jim, where the phone just kept, and it was scheduled. The phone kept ringing and ringing and ringing every half hour for about you know three hours. And it was that radio station's uh, uh, announcers, DJs, um, hosts, who had scheduled calls with me to do an interview on their station in their market. Uh, about this upcoming webinar and what advertisers can learn and businesses, how they can thrive. <laughs> you know? So it was like one radio interview after the other. And I thought, wow, these guys are really good. They're using their own medium to drive interest um, in, in the program. And other other radio groups that we work with uh, did that as well. I think one newspaper actually wrote an article about me because I was from that area. It was the Chestnut Hill Local, which is in uh, in Philly. Um, and, and the others did varying levels of, of promotion, but it's again, being able to seize the medium, use it as your own for marketing purposes to so, see, see what we can do. We can drive people to this webinar. We can drive customers to your business because we know marketing, we can help you with that message. And I do think that just some companies, unfortunately, don't, don't get it. I mean, they just have a product to sell and they sell that product. But, you know, getting creative and being really, really promotional. That's why we've always said radio is always just so fantastically energetic and promotional. Uh, they just seem to do a really good job of it. Not all, you know, but yeah. quite a bit. 
Gordon, one other comment I just have to make, because this was another observation of mine, was just how slow some folks are to move. You know, you think about these webinars, these became leads, hundreds of, of businesses signed up to get this information. And we would hear from some of the companies afterwards that, wow, we've sold 10 contracts within a few hours of these webinars. And then other companies like, oh, yeah, we'll call them next week. You know, and I just I don't understand that. And some people are just taking a long time to make decisions. And right now is not a time to sit on sidelines or take a long time or get a committee together to discuss things. Yeah, right now you got to move. You got to move get quickly. Moving. Those are people who win. That's right. Definitely time to get moving. Okay. Well, we've run out of time. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate you sitting in for Corey. I'm looking forward to what he's got to tell us in this uh, webinar. It's Tuesday, June 30th, 11 a.m. Just go to our website to uh, sign up. I think we'll be announcing it uh, as this podcast is released. So it'll be out there. So thanks, Jim. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, our next podcast, we're going to be talking about political advertising. Uh, that's really interesting. Uh, we've got somebody really at the forefront of that and observing an awful lot of buys that are just beginning to be placed right now. So look forward to that. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, sponsored by Simplify and by Site Impact. If you have submissions for something you'd like Corey or Gordon to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the hosts at podcast at borellassociates.com and let them know. Thanks for listening. And remember, market well.